Thank you for being a listener of the Women in Tech podcast. To support the podcast and cheer us on, become an MVL Most Valuable Listener on our private feed where you'll have ad-free episodes and join us in Zoom meetups to meet other listeners of our podcast community. Go to womenintech.love, linked in the show notes. Think big and not only look from one direction because sometimes you have to look from four or five other directions to one problem. My name is Spree Devora, host of The Women in Tech Show. The show means a lot to me. The reason why I wanted to create The Women in Tech Show is I wanted to create a positive piece of content, something where people can listen and say, if she can do it, so can I. If you too want to connect and collaborate with more incredible women in tech, remember you can go to the Women in Tech Facebook group at womenintechvip.com. That's womenintechvip.com. We would not be able to support and celebrate women in tech around the world if it weren't for you. Thank you so much for being a listener and a fan of the show. To contribute and donate, simply go to womenintech.fm on the upper right-hand side and click Donate, which empowers us to continue celebrating women in tech around the world. Thank you for being a part of our journey. Command Line Heroes is an original, highly produced, award-winning podcast about the people who transform technology from the command line up, presented by Red Hat. And this is not a technical show. This is a show anyone can enjoy, featuring experts from across the industry. Season four is airing now, so subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and stick around to the end of the show to hear a sneak preview of the brand new season. Okay, so everyone's super afraid that we're headed to a recession. I'm just going to share with you some companies that were created during a recession. You might be surprised. 3M, Adobe Systems, Apple, Apple, hello, Bath and Body Works, Buffalo Wild Wings, Chevron, Disney, Disney, FedEx, General Electric, ExxonMobil, Whole Foods, like wasn't, didn't it used to be called Whole Paycheck, Quiznos, Southwest Airlines, Pizza Hut, Microsoft. I mean, according to the internets, which you can't truly trust, those are companies that were created during a recession. And so to think about those large companies still being able to be like Goliaths in our industry, creating it at a time where you're not supposed to be able to create, where there's supposed to be a lack of abundance, not absolute abundance. I think that's a little glimmer of inspiration and hope and opportunity to shift our attention in a more just light, not lighthearted maybe, but yeah, like in a lighter direction on like, what can I do in this time to be a part of the possibility, you know? Anyway, enjoy the episode. Bye. Welcome back to the Women in Tech podcast, celebrating women in tech around the world. I think we're exceeding 100 countries at this point, which is crazy right now. I'm in the country of Georgia, not the state, the country. So excited to be here. I walk into the office and I mentioned this on another episode and I see on the cover of Entrepreneur Magazine is the Georgia venture capital scene. It's just crazy. Startup Grind was here just a couple weeks ago and over a thousand startup and startups and founders and everybody 
Brady. They were all here in attendance in Tbilisi, the city in Georgia, to just celebrate entrepreneurship and grow the economy. It's just, it's really, really cool. So I am excited to welcome our next woman in tech. Hello. Hi. It's very nice for me to be there with you. <laughs> I, I'm so excited to have you. So go ahead, introduce yourself to everyone. Tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do. Okay, so my name is Kesso. I just graduated from business administration. And nowadays I'm employed in Faber. This is a startup company, an application, Georgian application, which, by the way, became the winner of the startup grind uh, to Pilisi. Awesome! <laughs> A5! That's awesome! <laughs> thank you, thank you. We've been functionalizing on the App Store and Google Play since March. So I am the head of business development on this app, this startup. And very excited to be here with you right now. <laughs> and and spell the app for everybody so they could search it right now. Maybe give them the website so they could find it super easy. Okay, the website where you can find uh, the downloading links also yeah. on the App Store and Google yeah. Play and the application itself is P-H-U-B-B-E-R dot G-E. Perfect. And what inspired technology into your life? Well, like when did you first have an interest in technology? Actually, nowadays, we all are uh, part of a technology. Uh, we all use mobile phones, mobile apps, websites uh, for our da daily lives. So uh, I've been inspired by this all along. And uh, all this time, I always wanted to be a part of the creating group that could uh, manage to do something like... Uh, Faber is itself now. Maybe I can talk and explain what Faber stands yes. for. Yes, please. Uh, of course, this is an app, the digital marketplace, where the sellers and buyers join together. They can download the app, register, and they can sell their items as well as buy. It looks like uh, the Posh Poshmark, the American app, yes. Depop, British one, and Vestiaire, the French one. You this can, is the Georgia one. This is the Georgia <laughs> one, yes. <laughs> and uh, you can actually transform your closet into an online shop and have an additional income due to the app. We provide uh, quality control, delivery process. We are the communicators between the two parties, like seller and buyer. And how did you come across this? You work in business development. Now, did you found the app or you just work part of the team? I am part of the creating team. Tell uh, me more about how the team came together and what that looks like. Who is the founder or is there even a founder? Is there just a bunch of people? Yeah, of course. We, uh, Faber has two founders, two co-founders, uh, Anano and Georgi. They came up with the idea of creating an app in Georgia that would provide such service and at the same time be an additional income for Georgians. Uh, for now, Georgians and in the nearest future for others too, of course. Right. And then they met me and all along we worked on the branding, uh, the app itself with our developer and the service, what it could stand for, what service we could offer our customers. And so where were they in the process when they met you? Yeah, uh, it was uh, an idea, just an idea. Yeah, and had you worked in technology before then? No, never, never. So this was it. You saw it, and you're like, yes, 
Yeah, of course. Because uh, me and Danano, we met before that. And we had some sort of communication. And when they came up with that idea, she thought that I uh, should have been the part of the team. So we met. And I was so excited about the idea. They had uh, only the logo of the name itself yeah. ready. So when I saw the logo and uh, listened to Anano and the idea, uh, I just knew it that I had to be the part of the team. And um, yeah, like that. <laughs> and how it's long has it been since, now? Uh, yeah. It's been uh, since uh, uh, October 2018. And the app itself started functioning in uh, March 2019. So it's a couple years. This is so cool. Uh, not even a couple years. Uh, the uh, application has not been functioning for a no, year. No, you've uh, been yet. with but yeah. for me, yes. Yeah, more yeah. than a year. So it's so exciting. Well, first of all, is this your first podcast? Mm, actually, yes. <laughs> so cool. Another high five. I'm hoping that this is the first of many more to come. Uh, thank you. I hope to. <laughs> the first one is amazing. <laughs> and, so far. <laughs> thank you. And um, what has been, being that this is your first time, you know, in the journey of a technology company, well, one, has the company raised money? Do you guys even want to raise money? What did you win at Startup Grind? On Startup Grind, we did not uh, raise money yet, but we had lots of new communications, new uh, partnerships uh, and new ideas. Uh, we also won the JITA Award in Georgia. We won the 100,000 lari. We had this... 100,000 lari? Yes. That's a in big Georgia. deal. Yes, yes, yes. Then the Startup Tech Grind. And tell us, what is the JITA Award? Uh, the JITA Award is uh, uh, each year, and it stands for the startups. And uh, more than 100 startups take part in the competition. And the only 20 of them are chosen as winners, maximum 20 and minimum 10. So we were one of the winners. So we had the financial aid, as well as uh, Ananu and Georgi going to Silicon Valley really? in February. Yes. <laughs> Wait, in... Was this coming up in February, like, or last February? Uh, coming up February. You're going to yeah. be in Silicon Valley in February? Yeah, of course. This yeah. is so exciting. Meeting new investors and so on. What? <laughs> okay, let's talk about that. How do you feel about, like, what does that mean to you today? How, what do you picture that trip will be like? Uh, amazing, with lots of new opportunities, lots of new experiences, new ideas, uh, new approaches. So we can't wait for it. <laughs> if you could get advice yeah on it what questions do you have about the trip like how do you feel you could be more prepared if you knew x it would be so much better of course actually we ha we are partially prepared because all of those people the part of the people that we are going to meet there already were on gta award there they met us they said that they are excited about our company and our app has a big future so they gave some us some advices we are already taking them into consideration uh, changing the app uh, according to some of them of course so we're partially ready ready to meet them and uh, more ready to get new ideas and, and uh, so exciting. partnerships. Will this be your first time in the States or no? 
Yeah, I have never been to Europe really. Yeah. Wow! And how long will be the trip there? Approximately one month. A month? Yes. Have you been away for a month before? Only once in London. In <laughs> London, I was younger. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this is so exciting. Very exciting. So, first Gita, then Startup Grind. Now we are nominated as finalists for the uh, TBC Business Awards 2019 at the best startup of the year. And that's TBC is is where uh, TBC is the Bank of Georgia. Oh, TBC. I'm TBC glad you corrected bank. me. Yeah. Yes. This is a very famous bank and this uh, business award is very prestigious. It is held every year. So being a part of such great uh, event is a big thing. More wow. than 100 startups took part in that competition too. And the fact that we are one of the last five, uh, three finalists is amazing. It's crazy. <laughs> yes. This is so crazy. It's just been like a very exciting year. Really, we are just like, how more exciting will this get? <laughs> Be, uh, in 17th of December, we will uh, find out who is the winner between the last three. Wow. So it might get more exciting. <laughs> yes. And hopefully it will get more exciting. Of course. And where will you be staying in Silicon Valley? Uh, actually, I don't know those details yet. How many people from the team are going? Uh, two. Two? Um, three or two. I don't know exactly. Yeah. Yes. So cool. So cool. In this whole process, what has been a huge obstacle that you've successfully overcome? And how did you overcome it? A challenge that you got past and how did you get past it? As the team member of Faber, we came across many obstacles. For example, firstly, when the app came online and everyone started to download and use it, we had such a big flow of customers that we really didn't imagine and we're ready for so that was a very big obstacle to face the facts uh, hire more people train them because uh, actually this is a new thing in Georgia we don't have anything like this the maximum is the Facebook groups where people post right. their items and sell so having a quality control service uh, right. which is like didn't even exist in Georgia before it's a big thing and then how did you handle that when that happened actually all the obstacles that we have handled so far effectively were due to the teamwork because all the time we like gather have a brainstorming process compare our ideas and approaches to the problem so I think that helped and we started meeting new people we hired lots of valuable employees so far and I think that's the and what's one word how you would define your company culture the one word that defines our company culture is like care, I think. Care. Because even our quality control part is all about caring because every item that comes to our office, we check so detailed and uh, contact the buyer, tell them every detail they ask for and even not ask for. So we show them everything. We care when they want to have the item delivered, how, where. So... Our service so far, and what not only me, our customers say so far, that is all about caring for the customers. Maybe that's like basic that all the companies should care, but sometimes that just don't manage to do as well. So we are very concentrated on this part. And what's the best advice that you've gotten about being in business and moving forward and being the best on your journey? 
best advice is to maybe like think big and not only look uh, from one direction uh, to things because we had one of the obstacles that you asked me previously were such things that we only looked from one direction and sometimes you have to look from four or five other directions to one problem and even not a problem achievement even so I think that was one of the best advices uh, so far from my team worker of course that's awesome is there <laughs> anything you. that you wanted to share that we haven't shared yet I have uh, spoke about all the accomplishments <laughs> of our application uh, actually we're uh, shooting nowadays I just came from from the shooting of an amazing Christmas video uh, for Pubber and uh, I wanted to pay attention to the fact that we provide the app provide the delivery process and everything but we're trying to uh, create an image uh, a very beautiful kind and uh, happy fun, funny image of Faber and we always care for that even when the app was on the stage of presentation to the customers we took a very nice video we always care for the Instagram Facebook feed communication so maybe that's another thing that Faber has uh, exceptional thing that uh, we care about the image very much of the brand Thank you so much for sharing no, your time. thank you. <laughs> How can people connect with you further? Are you on LinkedIn? Maybe Facebook. I'm not sure. Very active on LinkedIn. On, on Facebook? Yeah. Sure. Can you spell your name for everybody on Facebook? Okay. K-E-S-S-O-L-E-L-U-A-S-H-V-I-L-I. Perfect. You can find me on Facebook with that name. <laughs> Perfect. Thank you so much for hanging out with the Women no, in Tech podcast. No, thank you for all these amazing questions and for um, taking time. To of be course. If you want to connect and collaborate with more incredible women in tech around the world, remember, go to the Women in Tech Facebook group at womenintechvip.com. That's womenintechvip.com. We'll take you straight there. And say hello on social at Women in Tech Show on Twitter, on Instagram, on Facebook. I will see you guys, talk to you guys, hear you guys in the next episode. Bye. Bye. Thank you. And bye. <laughs> Hi, my name is Keso. I am the head of business development at Faber. Faber is an application that is a digital marketplace for sellers and buyers and provides quality control and delivery service. It is based in Tbilisi, Georgia. And you're listening to Women in Tech. I'd like to tell you about an all-new season of Command Line Heroes, a podcast presented by Red Hat. No one ever said hardware was easy. In Season 4, Command Line Heroes is telling seven special stories about people and teams who dared to change the rules of hardware and, in the process, changed how we all interact with technology. In the world of modern technology, we open our laptops, scroll endlessly on our smartphones, send tons of data to the cloud, and we don't think twice about it. But... Have you ever wondered how we got to now with our personal devices and what it took to get here? There was this blue box on a table and he said, well, here it is. I said, well, what is it? He said, it's a microcomputer. What it took were teams of engineers and programmers who had the vision and audacity to build new machines. These machines, they revolutionized our lives and blew the doors open to what was possible. How many people here had a computer versus how many people intended to get one? Only one or two people actually had them. And they would bring them to the club meeting. What are you going to do with it? 
and nobody had an answer. The key thing about time sharing was that the computer needed some way of being able to sort of stop its own clock. The uh, creators of the floppy drives are not household names by any means. If it wasn't for that, PCs would have been adopted much more slowly. This January 28th, we launched season four of Command Line Heroes, an original podcast from Red Hat. And this season, it's all about the hardware. We'll hear the stories behind some iconic machines and the people who dared to create them. I was the kid that always took things apart, took my older sister's toys apart. This is just another bag on the side of the eclipse, a skin job. No, this is a whole new machine. The process of passing the tapes around and encouraging and building upon each other's results is really what made the personal computer industry. We're exploring mini computers, mainframes, the first personal computers, floppies, early smartphones, and game consoles. And we're also going to hear how the community ethos that drove those early hardware heroes to build those machines still exists today in the open source hardware movement. The values of sharing are still there. I mean, it's in the entire open source community. The machine, in a way, was kind of a bit character. It was the people who were the real guts of what it was about. I'm Saranyat Barak. Join me for an incredible new season of the podcast and keep on coding. So thank you and uh, eat your sandwiches. Season four is airing now. Subscribe to Command Line Heroes today, wherever you get your podcasts. The Women in Tech podcast is hosted and produced by me, Esprit Devora, With help from Janice Geronimo. Edited by Adam Carroll. And music from Jay Huffman Live and Epidemic Sound. The Women in Tech podcast is a wearetech.fm production. Thank you for being a listener of the Women in Tech podcast. To support the podcast and cheer us on, become an MVL Most Valuable Listener. Go to womenintech.love, linked in the show notes.